Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough. The beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct. And you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. Hello, guys, girls, everyone out there. It's Wednesday, and it's one of my favorite days. I get to talk to you all and share with you and enjoy when I connect with you in some way because of the show. Anyway, I welcome you again and Today is going to be an interesting an interesting day, I think. In any case, if anybody would like to call in today, please feel free. The number is 646-668-8565, 646-668-8565. If you are unable to call in, because being a live show during the work week, it makes it difficult, please feel free to email me at Janet at JanetRichmond.com and I will be happy to put your issue on the show, uh, do the healing on the show for you and you can always listen to it when you're not at work or when you have free time. Um, you can listen to it from the computer because I, ha- I have the shows archived on my website, JanetRichmond.com and they would be archived too on Blog Talk Radio. So you can either listen to them live right off your computer or you can download them onto an MP3 player. You have a lot of choice and most of you are, you know, pretty up on all the technology today, so I don't think it'll be a problem for you. Anyway, um, today is going to be a big day. I'm going to work on depression. The death of Robin Williams, I know, sits very close to many of our hearts. And even if it Robin specifically doesn't sit close to your heart. Most people either have experienced depression in their own life or they know somebody who is near and dear and have learned about and observed and been very upset by a loved one's depression. So I'm going to be talking about depression today, but before I start, I want to do just a couple things. I want to give you an update um, on the Fear Anonymous that I have been, that I developed on the show. And the higher selves always seem to come in and give me little tidbits <laughs> um, about things. And they came in a couple days ago and they gave me another tidbit on that Fear Anonymous uh, energy field. They explained that the reason why they they call it Fear Anonymous is because being in the state of fear about anything can be as powerful as an addiction 
and as hard to move away from or move out of. Now, what they mean by that is, and I know from my own experience, I haven't been depressed for a long time, but I was depressed, really badly depressed in my 20s. And I used to call it my terrible 20s after the terrible twos. And I remember very well that depression. It was awful. And there were there was a period of time that I even, I never thought about suicide, but I did understand why people did suicide because the depression was deep. It wasn't as deep as it could have gotten. I was very fortunate. This was before I knew any of the higher self material. And I luckily stumbled upon something that was pretty amazing and I was able to get out of it on my own. Um, But in any case, the Fear Anonymous is called that because of the difficulty of getting out of depression, out of fear, sorry. (laughs) Um, I'm sorry, I've been focusing on depression this whole morning because I knew I was going to be talking about it and I got mixed it in with a fear. So what, what I'm trying to say about the fear, and I had a lot of fear in my 20s as well. It was a very, very scary time for me. I was in constant and chronic anxiety and it moved right into my 30s. I was unable to get rid of the fear. It had me by a, <laughs> by the hair. You know, it had my had me by the gut. And so even if we have it sometimes or whether it's pervasive, fear is really hard when we have it to move away away from it. It is it kind of becomes our focus when we're feeling that fear, that anxiety, whatever you want to call it. Sometimes it's more intense than others. But when we're in it, it's like it's ruling our lives. Isn't it, guys? It's like it's ruling our lives. And that's why they called it Fear Anonymous, because it's likened to the hold that an addiction would have on somebody. The very the very strong, powerful hold an addiction uh, would have, have on people who have that problem, whether it's overeating or gambling or a drug addiction or alcoholism or any of the other uh, many addictions that I guess we're all aware of. So I'm I'm absolutely um, wanting to share this fear anonymous with you and really encourage you to use it because when you place yourself in that field, the energies to help reduce the fear will be directed by your higher self and they are going to be working to calm you and to neutralize the sources and origins of the fear. Whether you know what they are or not, whether you know some of them but not all of them, both the indirect and the direct, and, and it's really an amazing space. It's it's like going to an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting and feeling the support of all those people there, knowing they understand and they're all there to help one another. And it's the same in the Fear Anonymous energy field. You have tremendous amount of support. Maybe you can't see, the, it's not the same as seeing the people around you. But it is a powerful energy field, and I have used it several times as I've shared with you all. And my fear is really, really hugely reduced now than it was. It's just a slight anxiety, for example, when I first did my first video, okay? First time in front of the camera, I was nervous. 
I told you guys about that. I went into the Fear Anonymous, and right away I was calm. And, oh, my gosh, what a difference it made. I was still a newbie, still struggling with the technique of working in front of a camera, still everything. And it all happened so fast. I had no, I literally had no preparation. So, of course, I was a bit nervous. But the minute I walked into that Fear Anonymous energy, I felt completely calm, and it really made a difference. So I encourage everyone to try it um, because fear is like a drug. It has a hold on us. It's not a rational thing. Fears mostly aren't that rational, and many of them come from past lives, and we have no idea where or what happened, either in our childhood when we were so young or in past lives. We have no idea where some of the fears come from. And so we need a space just like Fear Anonymous to go in and have a have the support of the higher selves that will be working specifically on our own anxieties and fears. Okay, so that's the update on fear. Okay, feedback. Um, I see I have a question from, I believe it's Robin, my honorary co-host, and I'll get to you in a second, Robin. Anyway, just one, one second. I want to give the feedback on Suzanne. I did a, a, a healing on Suzanne, I think a couple of times ago, and she she was the one who had contacted me because I did a healing um, for Karen, and in it I saw that someone had a big issue, the lower abdomen, like a weight or something. I'm sorry, guys, but I don't remember, um, but I did this healing on her, and it was really powerful, and she wrote, and she said that it was very powerful, and that she's listened to it, and she wrote me um, last week, and she said she'd listened to it twice, and she felt the, uh, very much the connection between her existential despair and her weight, and the good news is that that despair will be again addressed, by the way, in today's healing, uh, when I get to the, the depression, um, but she said she thought that she felt lighter and more full of energy and she realized that it wasn't just from the one healing but the accumulation of the healings for her that have helped. As you know, she's written in several times and with different topics and I, I'm so happy that someone like Suzanne and Robin, they take advantage of these free Jump starts I give you guys on the radio. I encourage others to write in, call in, um, what, how, whatever works for you. Don't forget, you can get me at Janet at JanetRichmond.com. Anyway, the, she said that in the past when she tried to connect to her soul or her center, sometimes she got the feeling that it was weighted down by something and, and it was, um, you know, kind of stood in her way or, or something. And she said it was nice to finally feel that she's connecting with herself and healing herself. So that's great. She also said that she, after the healing, she's feeling more clear. And she realizes, because she's been looking for what to do, how to manifest, you know, uh, or where to go in her quote-unquote, unfoldment. And she said that she's very drawn to the healing arts, not just 
at the physical level, but healing on all levels. And she had gotten from the higher self, because she asked, good for you, Suzanne, I'm so glad, that she would, um, if she did a service-oriented business in the healing arts, like an energy healer of something along that line, that it would be very much in line with her soul's destiny. And she said that she's still processing and she doesn't know exactly the hows and how everything is going to go, but she feels like she found something now that she can be passionate about. And she mentioned that maybe um, there was one reason why neutralizing clicked for her because it was healing on all levels of the being, not just the physical level or just the, the emotional level or just any level. It can address any and every level, which is great. Anyway, okay. Oh, wait, one more update I forgot on Jenny. Jenny was the was, was the woman that I met through the game that I play with my phone. She is not from the state. She's from another country. And she had some, some very serious cancer. She had breast cancer that metastasized into the bone and now has moved into the brain. And I did a big healing on Jenny and called in all people with very serious illnesses. I mean, it was an amazing healing. I hope some of you can feel the energy that I feel. Uh, I'm sure many of you can. And it just was astounding. And then last week when I was talking about Jenny, um, I had not heard from her. Well, I did finally hear from her. I She wasn't playing the game, and that, that was the main method of communication through the little messages on the game that they, they have. Um, but when I got back from Tahoe, I emailed her because I had left her email, of course, here in California, um, in L.A. So I emailed her, and she was very happy that I had. I had given her my email, but she said she was nervous about emailing me. I'm not sure why, but she said that she's doing okay. She said that she was symptom-free, basically, except for tiredness. And the recommended treatment, she didn't say what it was, but the recommended treatment was such that there would be some side effects. And because she felt okay so far, she wasn't looking forward to the side effects of the treatment. So she has decided to go for a second opinion and was going to get back to me after that happened. I believe it happened on, I believe it is happening either today or just happened yesterday. I'm not sure. But in any case, um, she is doing okay and she really appreciated the healing and thanks all of the, all of the listeners for taking part and allowing her to have the benefit of the healing. Of course, as I said, many, many people were there. <coughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, excuse me. So that's it. Now I'm going to um, see what's going on with Robin. Just a minute, Robin. i am got to get your mic oh. on. Hi. Hi. Hi, Janet. Can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you okay. If if you get background, I've got it on speakerphone with my headphones. If you need me to take it off speaker, just let me know. Okay, I think so far it's okay. Okay, good, good. 
Oh, um, well, I'm so glad to hear about Jenny. That's really, really good news. It is good news, especially because when I didn't see her playing the game, and she's an avid, she loves this game, so she plays it, you know, at least once a day. So when she didn't play, it turned out there was something wrong with her phone. <laughs> so um, <laughs> she couldn't, or with the game itself, I'm not sure, but over time she's had problems with the with the app. And, of course, you know, all apps can give us problems. So I, I was just getting so worried. So I was happy to get back here and get the email address and send it off to her. Right. Well, um when I, I I turned on the show just about thirty seconds late, and I heard I heard you say something about Robin. And at first, <gasps> I, I you thought know, I meant I, you. I did. Oh my god! <laughs> and I, I immediately got in the queue, and then I immediately realized you were talking about Robin Williams and depression, uh, which I think is a, is a great topic. Um, I. Uh, I'll just, and I, you know, I think that'd be a great healing to do. And what I find with your healings is no matter what issue I have or what I'm thinking about, if I tune into your show, your healing often, usually, almost always addresses my issue as well, including the the Fear Anonymous that you were talking about this morning, which, you know, everything kind of overlaps with what I've been dealing with and what I've been thinking about lately. Um which is uh uh well the, the the most recent thing is I'm dealing with sleep sleep issues and um it's related to uh you know just just going back a, a little bit I I uh I you know I've always uh like using drugs and alcohol, you know, for a long time in my life, it was just to relax and, 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 um, and cope, I, you know, I admit, and then I went through a traumatic thing about nine years ago, and my drinking increased to the point where I, I crossed that line into alcoholism, and I took about five or six years to, to finally get sober, and now I've been sober for 10 months. And so that's really, yeah, thank you. And I, you know, a lot of healing had to occur for me to get myself to a place where I could actually get sober. And now in this 10 months since I've gotten sober, um, I have been trying to get off of some other substances and habits that I've find myself relying on um and you know like the first thing was um some of uh, meds you know i was taking about four different meds and i i got off of my high blood pressure medicine first and my blood pressure is perfect now i think a lot of that was related to the drinking and then i got off of my daytime my antidepressant um and that took a while because you know there are side effects, but I'm I'm just doing I'm I'm doing without the antidepressant. I'm well. I'm feeling so much better in every way. Again, I think a lot of these uh, issues were related to you know alcohol to my alcohol use. So and um, 
so one of the mats, I got off of those two. So the next mat I wanted to tackle was this um, this mat, uh, a small dose that I take for sleeping. And um, so I finally decided, I've tried a couple times to get off of it, and there are some side effects, and it does cause some, you know, difficulty sleeping at night. So uh, I finally was ready to really tackle it this time, and I let the med run out, and last night was night three without it. And, of course, there's all kinds of natural supplements and stuff that, that one can take, and I've been experimenting with them. But... You know, it, it the issues here, and, and then there's, I also take a bunch of su- supplements um, just for health, like vitamins and stuff. And I, I like to drink coffee. I don't overdo it, but I have a couple cups a day for, for the caffeine. And, you know, the whole issue of, around all this, and in particular right now with the sleeping, is just like this fear, this deep down fear that... I have to have something that the universe will not provide, um, that I have to have all these external drugs and supplements and medications and caffeine and, <laughs> um, I mean, there's a sort of underlying thing, you know, and, and it's related to fear and it's sort of related to a lack of trust and, and, um, and so, like last night, finally, uh, I I did I finally when I woke up for the umpteenth time and I, I I had trouble getting back to sleep. I finally meditated in bed and I that relaxed my mind and I kept using that throughout the rest of the early morning to get some sleep and it actually worked pretty well. But anyway, that's kind of my issue. Is just. Um, you know, with all these these external things, I, I just want to get my brain as normal and natural as it can uh, to to be in in material. You know, you talk a lot about material balance and how we're here on Earth to to get material balance. And again, there's nothing wrong with taking supplements now and then, or you know, occasional something for a headache. But but there's a balance, and it's it it. But this it's it shouldn't be to me. It shouldn't be driven by this underwriting fear that I can't do it. I don't have the the inner strength or the um, um, the essence. The pure soul light essence isn't strong enough to. You know, it's like there's yeah. a feeling of a lack of power, lack of powerlessness, a lack of trust, and that's what I would like to, to work on. And, of course, it's tied into all these things that you've been talking about, depression and fear anonymous and, and uh, you know, addiction. So um, however you want to approach it, if you want to do a general healing, like on the depression, I, I think that would be great, and I have a feeling it'll be covered. But anyway, that was the issue that I've been thinking about lately. Well, I really appreciate your totally appreciate your sharing and you really hit the nail on the head it's a lot of it i mean you're you're making huge strides you're being very um you're moving forward you've met the challenge you are really um doing so well 
10 months sober, that's great, and beginning to cut out these other drugs as well, the blood pressure and, and the antidepressant. I mean, wow, congratulations, lady. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> but what's happened is, and what what's sort of the um, the residue, so to speak, is the worry, the fear is still in your mind. It's It's as if the... The fear, like I was saying earlier, the fear is still there and it's still got your focus. And so the focus right. is still worried. Oh, well, I'm going to be able to do anymore. Well, you know, but, but, you know, maybe will I fall back? Why can't I this? The self-doubt, the, all of you know, that. And also, also like, am I going to be able to sleep? And, oh, how am I going to feel if I don't sleep? And, oh, I'm going to be tired and I'm not going to be able to function. And well, worry, you- worry, worry. <laughs> You, you, yes, and boy, can every single person listening relate to what you're saying because we get caught up in all of that worry and the fear and the concern, and that's what holds our focus, and that's why the higher selves were telling me this week that they called it Fear Anonymous because it's though that it's the fear itself that is now you've been very successful. I mean, wow, you're like the poster child for someone to move away from the addiction and the reliance on the drugs. Maybe you've not done every single thing yet, but you have just made huge strides, and yet you're still caught up in the what if and if only and oh my goodness and can I do it and... The worry. So I think what I'm going to do, I'm not really sure because I just love that you called in and I'd love to give you an individual healing on this, but I feel like the higher selves are going to draw in the depression, the fear, and all of that into, you know, into the healing. Uh huh. I do too. I, I just feel that. So why don't we, um, because I'm going to call you in, um, you know how I call in a lot of people, and I'm going to call you in, and I'm also going to call in Robin Williams, and I'm going to call in anybody and everybody else that would feel depressed. And um, and and I'll just see how it goes. And then depending on how it goes, we can talk after the healing, and if you feel like you still have an issue that you need to... You know, often when you go through these healings, Robin, it's pretty intense and you're okay with it. But if for some reason you want more, I will do that, okay? Okay, that sounds perfect. Yeah, and I am planning, um, some things had to uh, complete, which they're in the process of completing now. And then I am planning on um, getting together with you and doing some, uh, you know, a couple of private sessions, so... I'm sure oh, okay. you'll well, be able no. to address my my issues, you know, very, very in a very focused way. <laughs> well, great. I look forward to it when, whenever the timing is right. And I do want to thank you very much for calling because I know that all the listeners um, can relate to you. It may not be that specific problem, but, you know, uh-huh. who, there's there's nothing to fear but fear itself or something. What, what was that quote? <laughs> Um, right. Um, because the fear still holds us, even when we've met the challenge of what we're afraid of. The fear still holds us. And that's what the higher selves are trying to say. It's just difficult to move away from the fear. It can be 
I'm, I'm hearing some echoing now. What? You know what? I'm going to turn off your mic, Mar- uh, okay, Robin? Okay. Okay, Janet. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Anyway, I think all of us understand exactly what Robin is talking about. We've all had these feelings of fear that just don't let us go. So she was great. Um, Thank you so much, Robin, for calling in. And again, um, I will put you back on the mic and see if there's anything um, that you still want to work on. And you know what? I have another caller. Before I go on to the depression, let let me just get the caller. It's Ending in 2254, I'm going to put you in the mic, on the mic. Hello? Hi. Hi, this is Alexandra. Oh, Alexandra, hi. Hi. Um, How are I you? you? I'm doing good, thank you. Um, I just would like to ask you to include um, on a depression, um, maybe you can include something like... Um, there is no desire to move forward in life. When because no lately... Time. Okay. Yeah. Lately, um, you know, for the last year, I've been getting jobs, like, and having those jobs for three months, for three months, two months, and the last one for nine days. Okay. And different reasons, yes. And it's kind of settled in. There is no desire to move forward, like... What is the reason to leave if it's going to end up in a crash anyway? Okay. Uh, I think this healing today will be really good for you, Alexandra, because you definitely, I definitely feel the essence of depression, the the essence of despair, hopelessness, um, which are things that we're going to be working on. um, And I really want to work on that for you. For everybody, because it's just um, for someone not you. I'm I'm not you. It it hurts. My heart hurts for you when I hear that, and I'm sure it's the same for all the listeners, because it's a place you know not wanting to move forward, not having, not feeling like you're going to have the joy you want. You aren't experiencing joy right now and success, and it's a tough place. So my heart goes out to you. And thank you for calling, and you'll be listening. Thank you. <laughs> um, thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. Well, I'm so glad, and I'm going to turn your mic off and so I can get going mm-hmm. on this depression because it is, not, um, it is not a good place, and my heart goes out for everyone. As I mentioned, I jumped the gun this morning or a little bit ago. I felt depression in my 20s, and it was terrible. It lasted a very short time. But it was awful. And so, um, I mean, I had a general depression, light, considering (laughs) what a lot of people experienced much of my 20s. But there was a short period where it was very intense. And it was back in the day where nobody offered you drugs or maybe if I'd even thought to go, you know, pre-internet. So I didn't even think to research it. I mean, it was so different back then. But luckily, I was very fortunate I got out of it fairly quickly. Uh, but my heart just goes out to anyone experiencing anything along those lines. So I'm going to put the mic, um, put your mic off, okay, Alexandra? Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. 
All right, I will get back to both of them at the end, but let's just get going. Um, I know everybody knows a lot about depression because we are, you know, we've been fairly well educated. The psychiatry, they are very well versed in depression. I'm not, um, I'm not a psychiatrist and I don't pretend to be one, but we all have some sort of general knowledge that there are many levels of depression and the deeper they get, the, the more difficult they can be. Um, we know sometimes depression comes and goes. Sometimes it's intense all the time. And then, of course, there are many variations. And the higher self have indicated a few things about depression, which I'd like to share. Uh, as I said, I'm not a therapist, and I don't have any kind of degrees in that area, and I don't would never um, want someone not to get all the help they can get from any anywhere, including uh, the therapeutic uh, modality. That can be very helpful, and if if it's necessary, use the the antidepressants if it's necessary. Um, I'm I'm not going to be someone that is is going to try to disparage any of that. These really can help symptoms. They may not be the magic bullet, but there's very few magic bullets in life. And they come from a place of really wanting to help people, the, the therapeutic um, community. So I, my hat goes off to them and encourage people to seek out those answers if need be. However, the higher selves also do have some information about depression that I would like to just share briefly, and then we're going to go straight into the healing. Um, anyway, sometimes at the base of the despair of the depression, there can be multiple things, and they tend to be um, made up of issues of powerlessness, hopelessness, and or because of the belief that you are a soul lost, okay? Now, most of these things are not rational and someone, or not completely rational, someone looking at the issue for a depressed person from the outside can be more objective, can see that their answers, their solutions, their resolutions, there's other viewpoints, ways of looking at things. But it's as if the person who's in the middle of the depression can't see it. They, they absolutely have a dark, dark viewpoint, and there's like no light penetrating the vision of the world or the vision of themselves. And, you know, we understand this. We've seen it. We've seen it on TV, not somebody we actually know. We understand the concept of powerlessness and hopelessness. And the when we feel hope is lost, the despair just gets deeper and deeper and deeper. Now, what do I mean by a soul loss? That might be a little bit of a new idea for you all. There is information on a uh, tremendous amount of information about our journey through the human kingdom universe in my second book, which is getting close, guys, to getting out there. But the, the idea of a soul believing that it's lost and this does happen, 
um, that it, this belief that a soul would have about itself comes from misunderstandings, misconceptions, blame, feelings of failure, feelings of worthlessness, just loser feelings, everything that's accumulated over its journey, its soul's journey through the human kingdom universe. The soul comes, gets to the point, or can get to a point, because it's not every soul, but a soul can get to the point where it feels it has absolutely no worth and that there is absolutely nothing it can do to resolve for itself the shame that it feels or and or the total lack of self-respect and self-worth and self-love that it has for itself because it has none. And this this go, has gone so far and so deep that it can actually bring a soul to believe that it's unredeemable, that it is lost. And th- these, this deep, deep pattern of despair is... Is, is from the prior lives. And often when the, um, well, I'll get to that in a second. So when a soul that carries this belief arrives in this life, it would, it often, especially now on this planet, would be looking to find a way to get out of this belief system that's holding it by... <laughs> just holding on to it. It's so tight, it can't get out of it. And it's it's an opportunity to work through the the patterns and the belief systems in this life. And the answer, the answer, guys, is self-forgiveness. And self-forgiveness is the key because the soul believes it to self to be lost or everything that it's so worthless it's so unredeemable but the redemption doesn't come from outside unfortunately it comes from within what what those souls need that what people who are fully deeply in this despair they may not be able to relate to everything i'm saying because they can't know at the soul level, what their beliefs are. But I want to really explain that what is needed is self-forgiveness. And the self-forgiveness is very difficult when you believe your soul lost. So no matter how much determination you have when you arrive on, when you decide you're going to come into this life and figure out and find self-worth for yourself. You pick situations and conditions and people and parents and everything that you want that will activate the, the feelings you want to deal with. And because if you don't have them active in the life, you won't know because you don't remember what you've chosen for yourself. You don't know you want to deal with them in this life. So you activate them. And when you move into the despair, you move into the depression, you move into this place of complete and total hopelessness. The hope is that you are able to find something that will begin to feed you 
and begin to help you find your own self-worth and your own self-forgiveness. Now, often words aren't enough because that person is just holding the belief, the dark viewpoint so deep, words can't penetrate. So the loving, supportive, caring words can't penetrate. It just often doesn't work when someone gets into that deep space and it's not the the it's not the people around the person who's in the depression it's not their fault guys it's not their fault that they can't fix it it is there it, it can be really difficult and that's why we have suicide if it weren't so difficult we wouldn't have it now i do want to just say one little thing Please understand that every soul, every time, chooses its own death. If you're a human soul, you choose your own death. Now, we choose it at the soul level. When when it moves into consciousness and we do suicide, that is a very deep indicator that someone has been unable to resolve his or her lack of self-worth, the lack of self-love, the lack of... Um, the lack of self-forgiveness, the powerlessness, and the hopelessness. That means that it, that soul it was unsuccessful. And, you know, my heart just goes out because I have learned, and it's explained in my second book, and I don't have time to talk about it here, but what is important is that we begin to forgive ourselves while we're in body. It carries huge healing weight And because when we're out of body, we are able to see the bigger picture. We're able to understand at some level that we've been, we've misunderstood and and we really aren't to blame all of those things. We're not really losers, but it doesn't penetrate as well as if you come into the life pattern and experience the self-forgiveness and the self-love moving in. Because it moves from an intellectual space to a feeling and a knowing space. And that can take a soul off of a repeated lifetime where they bring in situations and conditions that hold them in that place of lack of self-worth, powerlessness, and hopelessness. And I know I'm kind of not being really organized in the way I'm talking about it now, it's in part because I'm, I'm pretty upset about, about this issue for everyone, and I have it addressed in, in different ways in my next book. Not depression exactly, but you'll, you'd understand the whole soul-level journey very well when, after you read it. But in any case, um, sometimes it, it's more than words that these people who are dis- in despair, words help. It's not that they don't help at all, and sometimes they can really be insightful. They can really give people aha moments and can really help people move in different directions and find new pathways. And so I'm I'm not going to disparage the words, but sometimes they aren't enough. But whether they help or not, the the thing that I really want to say is that neutralizing is so key here 
every time I read about someone like Robin Williams or someone like, uh, I forget the actor's name, I want to say, Monty, the, the, the young guy who was on Glee that had um, a depression and um, ended up, I'm not even sure, but I, he died in his, he was only like 28 or 30 or something. Oh, my heart just goes out because the neutralizing, trying to forgive yourself, especially when you don't remember what you're forgiving yourself for, because we don't remember our prior lives. We're busy trying to atone. We're busy trying to fix it in some way, to help others maybe, or to be the best people we can be, to try to make it so that we feel we have some value. But it doesn't often really make a difference. So we can stay in that despair, that that belief that we're just so worthless. But if we neutralize, guys, then we start to neutralize whether we know or remember what happen to us if we start to neutralize these belief systems and infuse ourselves with that proper self-love it is powerful um i want to give you two quick examples three or four years ago five years ago maybe i worked with someone i'll call him john he was in a horrible depression he'd get up in the morning and it would literally take him two or three hours just to get off the side of his bed and he was very, um, he wasn't employed for a long time. He had very, very significant financial losses. Just feeling like a victim, really believing that the everybody external to him was the cause of all of his problems. He felt completely, completely powerless and hopeless. When you believe that the economy has to get better in order to get a job and all you see is the economy either going down or staying status quo bad, it brings on this feeling of complete hopelessness and powerlessness. So when you believe that these things are happening uh, to you or all from somebody else causing it, it only triggers and activates, intensifies and enhances that belief that we are powerless. So, I started to work on he didn't understand what I did at all. He was a, a friend of a friend, and I he had no money, so I did everything for him pro bono. And he just started to start, he started to release this depression. He developed his own exercise. He'd get up in the morning, sit on the side of the bed, and he had a vision of just like a spigot coming out of the top of his head and he would lean over and turn on the spigot and out would come the depression into the symbolic bucket of light right at his feet and he just kept seeing it and within it got to the point where instead of taking three hours to get out of bed it took an hour then it went down to 15 minutes then it went down to two or three minutes and he got to the point where he just barely needed it anymore and he also the he discovered that he wanted to write he barely had a high school education never had thought about writing before in his life and he wrote a book he has since gotten work he had a tough time 
in the work arena for two or three years, but now he's working steadily. And he had a couple jobs. Things have definitely turned around for him. And then I think you've all heard the story of my assistant that have recently resigned, Kathy. I have it on one of my radio shows. I interviewed her. When she started with me, she'd had a depression, really serious for two decades, had believed that it was a the albatross around her neck. She refused to take any medication for it, so she lived it and breathed it day in and day out and never thought she'd be free of it. And when she started doing the reading, because I had her read all the higher self material and categorize it and index it for me, she um, started doing the exercises. And lo and behold, in three months, her depression was gone. I want to shout to the world how this can help, guys. It is so great because when you release and neutralize that those viewpoints that you have of yourself, that you're a loser, that you're worthless, that you're unredeemable, that you are lost, that you are powerless, when you start to release these belief systems and empower, and as we're going, you know, we always do the empowering, bringing in the, the divine hope and all of that, you begin to feel it. You begin to feel it. And the light of hope begins to move into the life pattern. And I, I really want to scream this to the world because it's so powerful. So to experience it, I'm going to do the healing now. I'm sorry I kind of, in a way, gotten off on a couple of tangents, but not really. But maybe I wasn't as clear as I could have been. Uh, it's just been sort of crazy busy for me. And so I'm just winging it a little bit more than I normally would on the air. But I think you all get the idea. It's just this neutralizing is so fabulous and it can help with virtually anything. And now we're going to work on depression. So I want you to just quiet your minds and and pretty much, unless there's some new people on here, hopefully there are, what we do is we quiet our minds, we get comfortable, and we just simply use the focus of attention to do this work. It's a conscious healing meditation. It isn't the kind of meditation where you go into an altered state those kind of meditations have their importance and their significance and they help in the ways that they help. This, however, is what the higher self call a conscious meditation because it is the conscious focus of attention that activates all the powerful divine energies that we carry and allows them to move in through and around our free will kingdom. We give them permission by focusing on them to do the healing for us. So right now, I want everyone to be quiet, sit quiet, and focus on the physical body. This is simply an exercise to help bring the mind's eye in, to help hone that focus. So we're going to focus on the arms right now, on the hands the right arm, the left arm, where are they located? Are they touching any part of the body or the chair? What are their positions? And how about your legs? Are the legs crossed? Are they straight? Are your feet relaxed on the floor? How 
exactly how are they positioned, what are they touching, and I want you to also notice how the body is contacting the chair or the bed or the floor or whatever you're sitting or lying on or standing on. And we're using this, and right now I can see it's it's kind of, um, it's almost as if there's been somebody blowing one of those bubble pipes that create bubbles, and I'm seeing active around all the listeners, actually, that energetic field that we call the now moment. It is an energetic field. It can be manipulated with a focus of attention, and that's what we're going to do right now. We're standing in the now moment because we put our focus of attention on the physical body which brought the mind in, and now we're going to use that focus of attention to simply expand the now moment. Just see it expanding 360 degrees around you, and we're moving into the forever now moment. And now we've inc- and it's happened, and we've included all the listeners that are live and the future listeners, the the ones that listen to the archive show. What I love about this is that every time we have a listener in the future, in the future now, every time there's a listener, the whole healing is activated again. We're all being brought back in. So the healings continue for us all as we and all the those that we bring into the healing, even those who are not listening but are being called in to get the benefit of the healing. So right now I'm going to activate what I call the conglomerate higher self energy. The conglomerate higher self simply is an energy field that includes the higher selves from all listeners and all those who will be part of the healing process today. It's a very powerful energy and this energy is, uh, I'm called them in because I want them to help direct this whole healing. It just feels so important to me right now. And also, we are going to be using that beautiful focus of attention to focus on this pure soul essence light, this divine light that we carry, that every soul carries, no matter whether it's a mineral, plant, animal, human, and beyond human, no matter what those souls carry, they carry the pure soul essence. And that pure soul essence is our purest, most perfect, most potent point of power. And it is everything that originating source was, is, and is becoming on a moment-to-moment basis. This is our, who we truly are. We are this beautiful divine light. We just simply had to become aware that we are and then aware that we can use it to heal all the misinterpretations, the misunderstandings, the misconceptions that we carry. And we are now going to also become one with the originating source of all there is. We are connected 24-7 for eons and infinite eons of time, forever, for, from the moment that we were given birth to as a mineral, for the entirety of the forever journey of evolution, for evolution is never done, never done, never stops. So we are connected 24-7, otherwise we wouldn't be able to 
be everything that the originating source is becoming, there is a constant traffic as we experience it's fed back to the originating source and all that the originating source is is constantly being fed to us. So it is an interchange that is powerful. But I amalgamate all of us with the originating source even so because it's our way of asking for the healing to be at the very highest level that each and every individual involved as listeners or as healies or as healers, however you want to look at it, we are all bringing in the information, the energy, the healing at the very highest level that we can. And tomorrow we could bring it in at a higher level. And the next day and the next day, as we neutralize, we are increasing our frequency and we are able to reach into those higher levels of understanding, insight, knowledge, and viewpoint. I'm asking now that we activate the Rainbow Bridge energy. That energy is going to be helpful today because I'm going to be calling in a lot of people. I want to activate it. And the Rainbow Bridge, for those who haven't heard it, is a very powerful, it's one of the many infinite aspects of the originating source. This energy has multi levels that it works on. One of the levels that it is that it connects us from the chakra level to the chakras of the originating source. And that connection, just by calling it in, and I see it very active. Oh, very nice. I see symbolically us all, all the listeners, present and future, standing around a symbolic circle. And the rainbow bridge, if you think of each chakra with its color, coming from each of us and moving out through the heart center and symbolically joining, all of our rainbow bridges are joining in one accord, so to speak, because that's how we're working in the center of the circle. And it is being moved symbolically upward because it's upward in frequency and it's connecting us to the originating source chakras. It brings our chakras into the very highest, level of efficiency that each and every one of us can have. Everybody's might be different, but it's the highest for each of us. And that's important because the chakras are energy exchange points. They help us release out and take in. They're very powerful energy systems, as most of you know, and we want to bring them into the highest efficiency as we can for this healing. Now, what I am doing is seeing a another image it's as if all of us the rainbow bridges are they're still joined in one accord and now they are moving outward um i don't know how to explain this it's as if the rainbow bridge is splitting um and it's moving out i see the bridge, the higher self are just leading me right through this thing, guys. They're, they're indicating that the rainbow bridge is splitting and it is connecting to literally, I don't know, I would say hundreds of thousands, if not millions. I'm terrible with numbers, but a huge number of souls are who are experiencing despair and depression to a, 
a deep level and some that aren't even that deep but are very much wanting to be a part of this healing and the all of the higher selves of all of those souls are amalgamated with them and with us they're part of the conglomerate and they are now bringing over this rainbow bridge to the platform that has been formed right in the center of this circle it's almost like the center a hub of a of a wheel like on a wagon train wheel that kind of wheel where there's this hub right at the center and right at that hub and trust me when I say the circle that we're all the symbolic circle has gotten huge because in the center of this circle is a platform now made out of this rainbow bridge energy and on that platform are these many many thousands of tens of thousands hundreds if not millions of people I don't know I'm not good with that kind of thing and I don't think it's important but I do see in fact Robin Williams is here and I do see Robin and I do see Alexandra they are all here Um, those three are here and I just want to focus a little bit more I know you might think well she's just making it up that Robin is there and in fact I'm not he is here and um, and I can just feel his sadness I'm I'm sorry but he is definitely here and the he he's not coming forward he's not trying to be funny he's not on like like you might envision him he's just feeling he's standing basically in the center of his despair he's still feeling that despair and now the despair has even gotten more intense because he has seen the outpouring of love and support and caring that has um, come forward worldwide and now he feels even more worthless because he feels that he's uh, it's his fault there's a sense of shame that he he committed suicide and I just for everybody I just want to immediately send in divine understanding first and foremost and divine love because this isn't an area to further beat himself up for or for anybody else so this same feeling is he's sharing it I'm I wouldn't get that if he weren't sharing it at some level and the reason he's sharing it is because it is a common feeling with people who lay aside the body on purpose it is a common feeling where they take on even more shame when they see their loved ones in despair themselves and then they go oh now look what I've done so they I want everyone to begin and we're going to begin the releases oh my gosh okay there's a tremendous amount of light here and I'm seeing now from the group including Robin and Robin and Robin (laughs) Robin Williams and Robin my honorary co-host and Alexandra I'm beginning to feel the despair come out the feeling of shame and self-blame is really intense 
the, the, that you just can't get anything right. That no matter how hard you try, no matter what avenue you pursue, um, some people who feel they're horrible deep down, even though they may not think it consciously, but this, the soul level, it's bringing forward this, just this sense of worthlessness. The, some of the, sometimes the souls move out to, um, help as many others as they can, hoping that they can atone or redeem themselves if they care for others. And sometimes I think that works, but sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it still doesn't penetrate the black view that they have of themselves. So I want to, I'm calling in uh, divine vision divine expanded perception and I want it to move in through and around the totality of the souls there to bring them to activate their own light their own vision their own perception and divine understanding and divine hope to begin to pulse into those areas that are so black that they they can't see themselves or others or the world and any through any other lenses the this blackness has created their lenses and whatever those beliefs are that they've held there these self identities of worthlessness and being undeserving and hopelessness and and unredeemable um let's just i just want to begin that and because i think it's going to help okay I'm starting to see some more releasing now. It's going on, and actually there's more souls moving in as we do this. Uh, I'm not sure why there's been a delay, but um, <laughs> that's interesting. Uh, what I got was the there was a call that went out over the human kingdom universe, and there are souls coming in from other planetary systems and from the human kingdom heavens from very far, really far. And so we are creating like a beacon, like a this huge beacon, guys. I don't mean to talk in such exaggerated terms, but that's what I'm seeing. And it's calling in souls from so far beyond what we, even what we know, and the souls are enlarging this circle. And so I'm asking that the higher self please direct the healing. It's gotten so big that <laughs> it's almost like I'm a, you know, a conductor of an orchestra and suddenly the orchestra has filled, you know, 18 billion buildings and I can't see the souls I'm conducting or the the musicians I'm conducting in these other buildings, and I'm beginning to feel a little bit uh, out of my comfort zone. But I'm just going to conduct anyway, focusing on <laughs> focusing on 
And I want to call in divine music. And divine music is a way it brings calm and it brings joy and it brings beauty. And music is this very powerful energy. And we're calling it in from the divine level. And so it's going to reach each individual at the the kind and the way and the frequency and the vibratory everything that each and every soul can utilize. I want to also... Um, Encourage the souls to release all worthlessness, all lack of self-love, all shame, all blame, all feelings of being a loser, a failure, uh, and I've said this before, but all the unredeemable, all the need to atone, all the need to do the self-sacrifice in order to fix yourself, all the, the blackness of vision, I'm just seeing this tremendous amount of neutralization that this releasing is going into the light. It's just huge. It's just huge. It's as if we have, you know, a thousand or tens of thousands of octopi releasing their ink and it's just happening. And I want to call in divine joy. Um, to help and divine courage and divine understanding that there isn't anything that you have to do or say in order to redeem yourself. You simply are pure and perfect. So I want to call in that divine connection to the purity and the perfection, the divine connection to knowing that you are simply beautiful and pure and perfect just by existing. I just saw another one of my clients come in, or I just saw that she's here. Yay. So I want to, um, I'm glad she's here. She's been having some issues, although she's much better. Um, I want to invite people that aren't feeling that extreme depression, but the despair uh, oh, okay, here's something else. Sorry, I'm just... Fear. Hello. Fear is here. The fear is is part of this, too. The fear that things will never get better. The fear that no matter what what happens, you will never be any... You'll never amount to anything. You'll never succeed. You'll never... Be happy. You'll never be joyful. This fear, there is a lot of fear here, and I want all that fear to be released into the light. And we got another big giant squeeze from the ink, from the octopi, you know, releasing the ink into the light. It's just huge. The fear and the anxiety that we're not going to see change, that we're not going to feel better, that we're not going to move forward. And all the the belief, okay, that if, that why even try? There's this feeling of why would we even try because we know there's not going to be any good results. So that belief that trying is completely worthless, that even making the attempt to get a job or find love or to feel good about the self or to 
get past an addiction. I want all of that hopelessness, hopelessness, and belief there is no, not even worth trying. Oh, there's a lot of pain here. There's been so much pain and suffering. This is so painful for people. Oh, I just saw another client of mine. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. I want everybody to release the pain and the suffering and the grief and the sorrow because that is such a big part of it. The loss patterns, the despair, the agony, the emotional and physical suffering, the not wanting to get out of bed in the morning, not feeling you can move, all the lack of energy because this stuff sucks our energy. And I want to everyone to release all the parts of it, named and unnamed, direct and indirect, that are energy sucks. I know that sounds weird, but whatever it is you're holding on to, because it takes <clears throat> energy to hold on to these beliefs, energy to hold on to the fear. It takes a lot of energy. And so whatever that is, whatever the beliefs are, whatever the fears are, whatever the emotional issues are, the shame, the, the, the worthlessness, anything and everything, I want you to please release all of that. And I'm calling in divine energy, divine power. Divine power is not the power, as I said often, that we think of as power. It is the divine connection to that pure soul essence. That pure soul essence has all the energy we need. It has it all. I want connection to that incredibly pure and perfect and most potent point of power that we carry. So we want divine power to connect us to that. And I want to release the fear of going backwards, the fear of messing up, the fear of making a mistake, the fear of falling, going for every step two steps forward, for every step forward, you take two steps back. The fear of the fear itself, the fear of the addiction, the fear and all the reasons that that fear is hit there. I want everyone to release the imprints of actual experiences. And I'm seeing this being absolutely, it was like this gigantic sucking action from the, the past now and the future now. I want that I see the sucking action. I want the imprints from all the experiences where for some reason you repeated a mistake that you were determined not to make or what you conceived of as, as a mistake, whether it was going back on, on drugs or whether it was, you know, whatever you did or said that you were determined never to do and say again, and then you did say it again, that those repeat quotes, the, those repeats, all those events, all those experiences imprinted on each and every one of us the idea that we're going to screw up again. And we have the fear of screwing up because guess what? It's based on what, how we interpreted all those events. So I want all that, imp and I'm seeing it. Oh, my gosh, that is just so interesting to me. It's just like this gigantic 
uh, sucking action that is being pulled out of the heart center of everyone because we've all made, you know, New Year's resolutions. We've all had great intentions, not only in this life, but in many lives, whether it's for small things or big things. We're never going to do that again, or we're always going to do this instead of that. And every time we slipped up, in quotes, we brought in the self-doubt. We brought in the fear that we won't be up to the task, that we won't meet the challenge. And I want all of that to be released. And I don't know where that came from, but this is big for some reason with this particular, these particular people, these, this particular issue. And there's a lot of, okay, this is interesting. There's a lot of fear of intimacy, um, fear of connecting with others. And why is that? It's because you believe you have nothing to offer for someone else. And if you get too close, they're going to be able to see just how flawed you are just how, quote-unquote, pathetic you are, just what a loser you are. And I want that, the fear of getting close, the fear of connecting with others. And it's because of the way the lack of self-love and and all the self-denigration that is carried. So we want to release all of that. There's more here, too. There's more. Okay. Um, just keep releasing that. Um, oh, I lost the thread. Well, maybe it'll come. Just give me a second here, guys. But meanwhile, let's release that. The This is part of the crippling pattern that that makes it difficult for us to hear others' words because because when we're severe we're in a severe situation where we don't feel good about ourselves we don't allow ourselves to fully connect with someone and fully trust the words of someone else because we don't trust ourselves we don't fully connect with ourselves and so we might put on a facade we might put on a pretense, but deep down, we are feeling completely isolated and alone and unworthy of other people's love and caring. And I want that isolation pattern. It's all a part. These are complex issues here, guys. These are, it's just another piece of it. We want to release isolation and loneliness, fear of somebody seeing who we seeing who we truly are underneath because remember we believe we're worthless. So we present a facade. We might not even realize we are presenting one. Sometimes it is even in consciousness we put on the facade and it's the way we deal. It's a coping style. It's a coping mechanism. But inside, we are feeling completely alone, completely isolated, 
completely black. And I want everybody to release that. Release that isolation, that aloneness. Oh, gosh, it's just absolutely devastating. Okay. I want to call in. Just one second. I'm just tuning in on a couple of people. Um, my three, three, the two callers and um, a couple of clients. I want to just tune in. And I'm getting the thumbs up from um, Alexandra. I feel like you've done some very good releases. She was one of the callers. Um, let me tune in to the... Um, the Robin that was my honorary <laughs> co-host. Um, Robin still feels a little bit like in a state of chaos, so I'm just going to call in divine serenity because if Robin is a little bit in a state of chaos, I think everyone probably is feeling a little bit of the reverberations of what's going on. So um I'm getting the thumbs up for my other client, so this is all good. Um, all right, now I'd like to just look at Robin for a second. And um, Robin actually has a smile on his face. And uh, he's indicating that there's more work that needs to be done. Um, and, of course, he's absolutely correct. The... All that we did was literally um, sort of tackling this gigantic issue from a lot of different angles, from the sort of conglomerate of it. I was unable to be particularly personal for any one person because we're dealing with a lot of people. But I do, want, before we end, I do want to call in the divine hope energy, and I'm asking that it completely envelop the totality of the listeners and those who come in to do this healing. And divine hope is absolutely essential. We want to infuse all that we hope for. And number one, we want to hope for self-forgiveness. We want to hope for the divine understanding, the expanded viewpoint. We want to hope for the proper self-worth and the proper self-love and proper self-worth. We want to hope to be serene and properly self-connected with the purity and perfection of who we are. We want to hope for the, the, the connection not only to ourselves but to others in a more substantial, more um, where there aren't those facades. Freedom from fear. And individually, the higher selves have infused into everyone's envelope of hope what is particularly appropriate for each and every one of those people. 
I'm now calling on the energy of divine faith. Divine faith carries the energy to help manifest all that is hoped for. These two energies we like to use in conjunction uh, all the time. And now the divine faith is moving and permeating and bathing and encompassing the totality of everyone that is part of this healing today. And I want to also call in that divine love and divine forgiveness. These two energies are also being added in, divine love being the highest frequency of healing energy that we carry at the human level. It is called the higher heart consciousness energy at the human kingdom level. And it is permeating the totality of this group and it carries with it divine self-forgiveness and divine self-acceptance. It's a very powerful energy, but we're also calling in divine forgiveness as well, empowering it even more and moving it in through and around the totality of everyone that is here. Wow. It's very, very beautiful. The higher selves are beginning to um, escort quite a few of the souls out of the center of the circle. Everyone is being placed into the healing circle. And also many are being placed in Fear Anonymous to help with a continuing uh, to process the fear the fear of all, on all levels, whether it's just simple anxiety or whether it's crippling fear or anything in between. The, um, there are a few being left in the center of the circle, maybe about a dozen or so. And actually, Robin Williams is still there. He has um, been joined now with Jane of Jane and & Company, and Jane & Company is... Jane of Jane and Company is the topic of my third book, which I haven't started yet, but (laughs) all in good time. Anyway, she has been working with him and helping him, and he came in today to share with us uh, as a way to begin his own healing. He he came in today to share the process with with us, and he was one that was feeding me a lot of the threads that I got. Um, Not all of the threads, but many of the threads that I got. And he is feeling some hope right now, which is great. And um, Jane is giving me the thumbs up. It's too personal for me to go into any detail. It's too personal for, uh, for me to speak out to the public. But it's all good, and um, I'm just tuning in now on the others. They, too, are being, they they have a part of someone from Jane and Company standing next to them. So they, it's just an indication that everybody is in good hands. So, yay. It's all good. And I think that's about it yeah the higher selves are winding it down and i i really 
Oh, I'm like, I don't know. Thank, thank you for the opportunity for being on the radio, and thank you for all the listeners because these healings are being taken to a level that I'm, as I said, I sort of feel like that conductor who's gone from conducting an orchestra that feels, fills an orchestra pit to one that fills several buildings and several blocks and then several neighborhoods and then several states. I mean, wow. But luckily, um, we're getting the help from the higher self, so I don't really have to know exactly everything, and I don't have to be in touch with every single soul. And I, I just know, because we're working from the highest ideal, that, that everyone is getting the help. And I also understand that we are starting a process on the day of the radio show that continues on an ongoing basis. And the higher self, it's clear they're moving in to take advantage of that because the whole goal here is to help souls not only globally here around this earth, but within the entire known and unknown human kingdom universe, whether in body or out. And that's the goal. And everybody is a part of that. And by just by tuning in, we're all helping. So, okay, I'm just going to go to Robin and see if she has her wits about her. I'm turning on your mic, Robin. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Janet. Oh, wow. That was very, uh, very interesting. And um, I, I liked it. I followed along. I definitely felt the healing circle and the rainbow bridge at the beginning very strongly, I got the spokes to the wheel image even before you said it, which was interesting, and connecting to the originating source. Um, and then, you know, just following along with the whole healing, I felt I, I didn't I, I didn't feel a lot of palpable releasing until the very end, near the very end. And then I had this sense of just this huge, like, plug of sort of dark uh, gook coming up and unplugging as if maybe my energies were very uh, stuck and it just almost took the whole healing for them to finally start moving up this very dark viscous plug just starting to come up through my chakras and out and it felt very good and then I felt at the end of the kind of the light taking over and the healing energy. So that was that was, well, that's that was good. And, and that yeah, happens too. That happens to me too. I mean it has in the past and certainly with clients. Sometimes it just takes if something is deep and entrenched or uh, what what we call the solidified truth. I mean it's 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 practically got, you know, roots <laughs> that it yeah. can take time. And, and I'm just so glad that you did release it. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And so, you so know, there's is- hope. And, and even if there are people who couldn't feel it at all and didn't have a sense of release, the good news is that every time someone tunes in, there'll be more energy working, and maybe that release is going to happen in, you know, day three or day eight or day 28 or year eight, you know? So um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There, it's going to be working and I'm just happy that you got that big plug. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. Thank you. And and uh, just the other at the end, at the very end, I can just, when you start saying that the higher selves are winding down, I, I just get this sensation of kind of coming back into my body more, almost like going down a tunnel or something and getting more focused back into my own, you know, conscious aspect. Anyway, yeah, so very nice. Thank yeah, you so that, much. Yeah, because when, when we go into those energies, I mean, it, it literally, we're reaching into these very high frequencies that we don't live in all day long, every day. And there is a sense, sometimes at the end of these healings, I, I have a hard time getting grounded again in a way. You know, I'm still in la-la land. Um, yeah. So I, I, I'm, it's interesting that you should say that because I experience it a lot that, too, that way, too. Yeah, huh. yeah. Wonderful. Thank you. Well, um, I did get the sense from you, um, one of the threads came from you, Robin, and now I can't remember which one. Anyway, mm-hmm. you were definitely a part, you were definitely there, and you were definitely helping with the healing, so I just It might have been, uh, yeah, it might have been, I got a very hot, a big hit when you were talking about releasing that of repeating that. Behavior, behaviors. That was exactly it. That was it. Yes, that was it. Thank you. That <laughs> came from you. <laughs> but, but it was appropriate and important for everyone. Right. And I, right. I mean, I, I just loved it. But that was the thread that came from you. Exactly. Good. Good. So, yeah, I just saw, for, all, just saw all these. It's almost like you have a stack of, of papers aren't bound and a wind comes through and they all just start flying all over the place that was my sense it was just all these experiences on individual sheets of paper that were flying flying (laughs) (laughs) well that was yeah and and the healing from that was like that big sucking action from all the past yikes trying to get those imprints out where we are just (laughs) It's all flying around in our mind and, you know, of the energetic field. Oh, my gosh. I like your paper analogy. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. I am going to work on the healing because I can barely function now. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I can, but. I'm going to wind down the show. I mean, I've finished the healing. I'm going to wind down the show. So I'll put you okay. back on the mic just as I say goodbye to everyone. And um, Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks so okay. much for calling in, lady. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, oh, Janet. You're Bye. so welcome. Okay. Bye. All right, guys. I am going to wind down the show because I'm, I'm just... It's like part of me is still in that higher frequency uh, level. And I again want to thank everyone for joining and being a part of it. And again, if you have any questions or you want any help, please, I don't know where it's all going to go every time, but I will be happy to address it in, in a healing. And so give me a, drop me a line at Janet at JanetRichmond.com. It's J-A-N-E-T-R-I-C-H-M-O-N-D.com. JanetRichmond.com is my website. There's tons of stuff on there to help anybody. 
uh, you can send me those emails. We have questions. Uh, I just am kind of having a hard time finding the words, but I reach out with all of my heart to everyone and hope that we will be connected forever in some ways. Hope hope that many people will open up and um, reach out to me, knowing that it's not going to help just yourself. It's going to help way more because that's the way the higher selves are, are setting these things up. Well, who knew when I started doing these healings online, they would turn into these gigantic things. Anyway, just a reminder, if you're anonymous, we're there to help everybody. And until next week, guys, I'm signing off and with all my love and all my caring for everybody. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints. Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.